Welcome to another mini Monday episode of Cardboard Fever. I am your host, Mike Chokum. Matt joins me here today. We are going to kind of discuss, we, we brought it up at the very end of the episode last week, but uh, today's mini Monday, again, is brought to you by our friends at Podgo, the easiest way to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you're getting when you include an ad from Podgo. It's P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. So on that note, we kind of alluded to this at the end of last week, stuff like mystery packs and mystery boxes and other kind of unique ways that stores and sellers on eBay and Twitter and whatnot get creative with what cards you get. So Matt, this was your idea, so I'm going to let you lead into this and, and take it away for the next, uh, you know, our, our next 10 to 12 minute episode. So do you like mystery packs? Eh, eh, not really. Yeah, I don't, I mean, yes and no, like I, I bought a, I bought this one value pack once and it was, it was $20 and it had like 20 different cards in it. And, and that was cool. Like, cause there's no really way you can lose on that i got like two two rookie jersey patch cards like nothing special uh but one of them was anthony mcfarland so you can sell that for five bucks already you made five bucks back there like some of these i I just think some of them are ripoffs unless unless you have a consistent like i'm trying to think of the or how i want to put it unless you're known for like putting solid mystery packs together where all of them are not necessarily bangers, but you get your money back and then some. I'm not really interested. Like this one company the other week we talked about, I saw them put out a post and I forget which company or store it was. They have like, I forget the exact price on the mystery packs, but they have these mystery packs and they went on this rant on this post saying basically you can, can you get a thousand dollar card in the mystery pack? Yes. Will you? Probably not. And they went on to say, like, most of the people are going to get around $35 in their value, in their, of value in their mystery pack. And the pack was like 100 bucks or something or 75 bucks. To me, if you're going to put a, together a mystery pack where that's fine, but, and if people have a chance to hit a $1,000 card, that's fine. But you've got to give it, the people at least a chance to get all their money back, if not close. Like I'm not spending a hundred bucks to get thirty five back. Like I'm sorry, that's just a bad deal. I, I I know Chad at my local card shop. They did. I forget the one they did last week, but this week they did. It was a two card mystery pack for opening day. Chad did this all himself. It was like a hundred bucks or hundred five bucks, and it was two cards. Like they sold out in five minutes. And I know they did really well on the first set, and there weren't really complaints. So if you're gonna do it, you should do it right. Don't just like i think that's very poor taste in giving someone a hundred dollar mystery pack and you only get 35 dollars back i mean that's just whether you want to flip it or collect it i mean if you get 35 dollars worth in cards back that you want to collect and you spend a hundred that's still that's still a shit deal yeah <laughs> I, I i bought a few from my local store shop on sports connection the first pack it was a 30 dollar pack i was i i Maybe broke even, probably probably not quite, but nothing memorable. The other pack, I hit a Nikhil Alexander Walker rookie patch card, 
guard for the Pelicans and a Joe Burrow rated rookie. So, you know, solid. Also, there is a certain Twitter personality who was doing mystery packs and was selling them and pretty much saying you probably won't get your money back. Now it's, he did this a couple months ago. So the wording is, is, is escaping me. But for those of you who are listening, you can probably figure out who I'm talking about by the way I'm talking about him. I didn't agree with it. I thought it was kind of shady. He was over comping just about every card that he was putting in these mystery packs and yeah some of them were great you'd get a thousand dollars other times you'd spend a hundred and fifty dollars for one of these mystery packs and get thirty dollars a pack which to me okay you you do that once to me and i'm never buying from you again so in the long run it only hurts you yeah definitely yeah definitely that that pretty much sums it up if i spend 150 dollars on a mystery pack and i get thirty dollars back I honestly don't know who you're talking about off the top of my head, so you can tell me off air. The person I was referring to was on Facebook, and I forget the name of that company. But yeah, both both those deals aren't good deals and just not worth it, unless you're the one lucky person in like the handful. Like they have what hundreds of packs that gets a thousand dollar card. It's just not, you know, even better shot at winning, winning the lottery, literally. So, so that I mean, that's it's like it's a fun way, like. Like Groom, our friend Brandon Groom, um, sports cars and that, he did little like mystery packs for kids. I don't know if you saw that. They were like $7 mystery packs, and he threw like three rookies in there. N- nothing high end, but it's just like most of them had three rookies. I think they had a couple inserts. So each pack was probably worth realistically like five to 10 bucks. I mean, those are fun. Like, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to throw a mystery pack and make it fun for someone, don't just, make it to try and make your money back. Like I, I understand people want to make money and that's, and that's fair. But like you said, if you burn me once, I'm not going to get burnt twice. Cause I'm not going to take the, the, the chance again with you. Yeah. It's just not worth, worth the risk with the prices we're seeing for these things, but yeah. And shout out to uh, sports cards and things for doing the, the children's Mr. E pack. And Special shout out to Hive Cards Dad, the Card Garage on Twitter, who was doing a bunch of breaks specifically for kids. So, you know, low cost breaks, which I think is such a cool idea. And one other kind of mystery, not necessarily a mystery thing, but I'm curious what you think of this. And we'll we'll round it out and keep this mini Monday shorter than we did last week is the concept of razes. So if you're not familiar with what that is, it's essentially somebody says, hey, here's a, let's just use for the example, Joe Burrow rookie card. Here, there is 10 slots. Each slot is $3. So you can buy you know, a handful of, of those potential slots. And it's essentially a lottery ticket to win the Joe Burrow card. So instead of spending $30, you could spend $4. Matt? Are you, is that something you're into? Something you'll never do? I, nope. Totally out. Don't do razzes. I would rather just buy the product. I tried my luck on one razz this year while I was absolutely hammered on my, on a Max Crosby helmet and I lost. And then I just ended up buying the helmet for $300 anyway. So I wasted money on the razz and the helmet. Yeah. 
I'm I'm all I'm I'm into to to buying into breaks and whatnot, depending on on who is the breaker. But Raz is just and, and listen, I know there are a ton of them out there. I see them every day. I'm pretty sure I've retweeted more than a few for for people, but it it's not my thing. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Respect if you do it, but it's I don't like buying lottery tickets, so it's essentially buying a lottery ticket. I don't know if if you disagree with my thought process there, but yeah, that's all I have to say about that. I thought we could use that to round out the episode. Another thing that like I kind of want to come back around to what I'm going to add this into like the mystery packs or like you kind of get ripped off. I think both are essentially a rip off. If you just want to buy the card you want, go and buy it. Like I don't want to <laughs> take a chance on like I, I know, like, realistically, if you the Joe Burrow card, you're probably spending, like, 35 bucks on a Raz Enter is worth, like, a couple hundred bucks. But, like, still, I mean, I'm not – I could put that 35 bucks towards a pack or towards a, a physical card instead of just a chance to win the card. And some of them are minis. It's just a, it's a, a mini is just a chance to get into the main. So, like, you're spending double the money there, essentially. And the, the one thing – the only thing I can think of on how some people will come back on the arguments with their mystery packs is they can say, well, it's the same thing where you're buying a box from like a dealer. And like, I can understand that, but like, I mean, maybe to a degree, you, you know, when you're buying a box, you're still getting something. Right. right. You're still getting something. And I don't, I don't think to my knowledge, they're like physically selecting what cards go in the boxes the people that are putting these mystery packs together are physically selecting which cards go in these mystery packs. Right. And the, the idea is to hook your customers up, not to screw them over the card companies that pack those boxes. I mean, at the end of the day, they probably don't care. So like, yeah, you're taking a greater chance on a box from a dealer, but when you're buying a mystery pack from a dealer or from a, a person, you should be, ta- you, you should have a better chance of hitting something decent. You don't have to hit a thousand dollar, hundred thousand dollar card or a Michael Jordan rookie, but I mean, if I'm spending a hundred bucks, I I need to get close back to, to that value. Like hook hook your customers up. That's the idea. I dig it. I I completely agree. But that we'll wrap it up there, guys. Stay tuned for a full episode. Um, well, ninety eight percent full baseball episode of baseball in two days on Wednesday in honor of. Last week, last week being opening day, so stay tuned for that. Hope everybody enjoyed our DJ Ski interview last week. There will be more to come with him later this summer when he has a very special Project 70 release. I will leave it at that. We've got some audio ready to go already on that one, and he was gracious enough to share out our episode today, so I want to thank him again. But, Matt, I'll let you sign us off for the day. All right, all right, all right. Thanks to each and every one of you for continuing to listen to us and interact with us and trade, sell with us, and we hope you continue to do so. Um, This has been a lot of fun. With that, let's keep living the dream and living the hobby.